0: Welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. <laughs> I'll leave you to sing. Oh, I don't want to sing today. Oh. <laughs> Sorry,
1: I'm tired today. S- so sad.
0: I know. I thought you were going to start talking about the, the Judas contract that we watched on Hulu.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we were going to talk, yeah, I was going to talk about that, though we were going to get a little bit, I feel like this show goes, like, in stages, like we have a little warm-up thing in the beginning, and then we actually talk about something.
0: I know, I'm just so tired.
1: (laughs) We mowed today.
0: We did, we mowed the lawn.
1: Mowed today. Uh, We built, I built a a grill. You did. uh, From scratch.
0: Well, I mean, for pieces, you didn't build the pieces. Yeah, that's true. I they did. came out of a box.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it comes out of a box, I can build it. Sure. Uh, yep, yeah, I
0: vacuumed. I did all sorts of shit yesterday.
1: Yeah, it was a Friday. We went to the uh Aurora.
0: Well, the Stanley Market. Stanley
1: Market in Aurora.
0: Yeah, that was fun.
1: Yeah, if you're ever out in uh, Denver, you know you might want to if you get a chance to make your way out to the Aurora Stanley Market in uh, Aurora, Colorado. Yeah, uh, it's definitely worth your time. Worth your time. Some yeah, good, we had good fun. Good food there. Good. Uh,
0: I'd like to go back and and just sit there and drink some beers because they have a nice little beer garden.
1: They do. Yeah, which they have uh, beers they got? Ice cream. They got biscuits. They got all sorts meat of little shops. Yeah.
0: It was fun. It was so, a good time.
1: It's like cool stuff. So, yes, uh, I guess we do want to talk about that uh, Judas Contract. Yes. The cartoon that is... I want to say it came out last... 2017.
0: Mm, yeah, maybe.
1: Then it came out 2017. It was supposed to come out, like, years before, but it then came out 2017, and... It's
0: streaming on Hulu,
1: if you it's have it. streaming on Hulu, because actually, I think they have pretty much...
0: I think they have all the justice league ones
1: they have all the justice league ones
0: i mean at least and t- i don't know how much longer that's going to last because i'm sure once the dc service
1: right right
0: that'll all go away
1: yeah there's they're 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 actually in the, the reason why we're doing the book we're doing today which we'll get into and i'll, I'll save it for when we talk about the book but mm-hmm. uh they're really adding some cool stuff like or just or just some of the way the things look, I'm like,
0: what's that DC
1: service? Yeah, like just yeah, stuff that I I'm mean, interested in.
0: I'd like to check it out. I we'll see.
1: So I have a question, actually. Yes. Do, do, if I remember correctly or not, do they are they going to have all of the shows that they currently produce for the CW? I don't know. On their streaming.
0: That's a good question. I don't actually know.
1: Because
0: huh. it's you know it's one of those things that you know they haven't really said. They've been like, oh, uh, Young Justice is going to have a season on there. Yeah. They're going to have some of the Batman. I think the first two seasons of the animated series, right, will be streaming on there. They're going to do that weird Titan show where Robin says "fuck Batman" because why the fuck not? They're going right to do, so. um, I think, some other live action stuff. And
1: well, there's going to be a uh, there's well there's Doom Patrol, which we're going to talk. also I want to talk about. But mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, I'll just mention it now. Like I saw some pictures. Of them yes. filming it. And, uh, Brendan Fraser. That's right. Plays Robot Man. Yes. And, uh, I saw some stuff of it and it looks pretty good. The picture, at least for the pictures, I'm like, oh, it doesn't like, look, actually looks like he's Robot Man. Cool. You know, like there's some, there was, I didn't get, I didn't dig deep into the pictures, but, you know, there's a negative man. There's, you know, they're, they're kind of, you know, and I think they're really getting, they're gonna get weird, you know, with the Grant so. Morrison stuff, which I rechecked that out at the library. I will read it. Uh huh. But yeah, there's that and they're also doing a swamp thing. Oh nice. Which uh That's cool. That's always been a the show. There's always I've always had it where and I had I almost bought it a couple of years ago and I never did. The D V D set of the Swamp Think Show that aired on uh sh- uh USA. Uh-huh. Like in the nineties or late eighties, nineties or whatever. I never got that. Yeah, no, I just I'm I'm interested, you know, so I've seen some stuff and uh you know, it's uh but but regardless, we did watch the Judas Contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I had a chance to actually read the comic that it's based on, you know, the, the book, which is the Judas Contract, the Teen Titans, mm-hmm. the Judas Contract. And you never got to read it. No. So there was some stuff that came up in it that I think you were kind of uh, kind of taken aback by. Well,
0: I think you had already told
1: me. I don't think I got into much of it.
0: About her and Slade fucking? I don't Sarah think we talked about to... You
1: told me that. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I did oh okay yeah did. you told me
0: <laughs> you already told me that because we read a book on this show uh after tara's death a uh, teen titans and where they thought she was coming back
1: but i didn't know i did those before i read the t- the judas contract i just read the jews contract like oh i know but a, a couple I think of weeks it was, like a month ago it's pretty
0: common knowledge that they were fucking i because, didn't know that really because it's a teenager and a really old man it's one of I those did, like real fucked up things that dc are just I, like what are you doing dc
1: i had no knowledge of that sort of relationship and storyline in that book in oh, that story until no i knew I actually, about that oh really oh, yeah. okay well then
0: <laughs> i wasn't taken aback by it i just thought it was really gross the the way they handled it in the animated movie was they made it so she wanted him
1: well that's how it is in the book too no no, no.
0: but she wanted him but he was like no not until we're ready to be together not yet, no. But in the actual book, they're fucking.
1: Yeah, no, there's in, yeah. in
0: the in the animated one, it's he. It, it's like he's just playing her. So he's stringing she, her along. He's so stringing he her along. Her, yeah, which that basically is not does, what happens yeah. in the book. It's disgusting because Slade is like a million and she's like seven. It's
1: gross. <laughs> I just keep thinking of that image of him. Like, there's that picture of him that that from like the, the recent book where he's like looking at his pants he's like i'm young again oh right (laughs) that's right because you've got a rejuvenated cock or something how does
0: that happen
1: i don't know i I don't follow i don't follow no i just
0: no i'm just i'm not talking about that it's just like if you were like okay let's say you're like 50 and all of a sudden you're 20 again would you be like oh my god my dick it is so
1: less spots
0: i don't know i mean your balls are always going to be wrinkly because they're balls
1: maybe they were tighter maybe may,
0: i guess maybe no pubic hair i don't know like like maybe no white pubic hair
1: maybe yeah maybe he was like yo i am now i am no longer the gray fox <laughs> or whatever i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah and i never understood that drawing i am just like i i don't know how dicks work so i guess
1: that's probably why i was like for some reason i want to explain it but i also don't want you, to explain it but you also can't explain it <laughs> Uh, why damn are you? you da- damn you, DC! For bringing why, why this up. Why are
0: we talking about this? Well, because because you know. It's, <laughs> but I
1: mean, okay. So getting back to the story, yeah, I, I was I was happy to see certain things uh, adjusted and updated mm. just based on the story, like because uh, because the Teen Titans in this movie consist of Ra- Damian Wayne,
0: boo, yeah, boo,
1: uh, Damian Wayne um Beast Boy Beast Boy Raven Raven S-
0: Starfire Starfire is like the She's kind of like the, the leader/den slash den mother and the Nightwing
1: Nightwing kind of comes back for a minute.
0: Yeah, Terra is there
1: and uh Blue Beetle. Right. Jaime Reyes or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. And uh so they and basically Blue Beetle is there to take over Cyborg's role. Okay. Which uh and then they do things like the way that they, you know, Deathstroke catches him, Mm -hmm. that they kind of speed that up a little bit, but they do certain things that, you know, allow them to get caught. Sure. And uh, it's actually really cool in the book, too, and I thought they did a really good job of it in the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool. However, this is the one I need to talk about, Mm. about uh, Beast Boy and him going on Kevin Smith's podcast.
0: That was... What the fuck?
1: So in the cartoon mm-hmm. or so in the comic, mm-hmm. what happens is he actually, so basically Deathstroke has like after, you know, uh, Terra has gotten enough intel or whatever. Now it's time for Slade to get all of the titans together so the hive can drain their bodies and shit like that. So, so they're doing this and basically, uh, you know, he goes around and kind of uses certain gimmicks to, to do so and you know and he does this the electric chair thing to Blue Beetle, which he does in to Cyborg and then he has an exploding present for <laughs> Starfire. Spoiler alert, you know, if you don't want me spoiled but I'm just gonna talk about it. It's, it's a what
0: it's been it's out. A it's a thirty
1: out. year book. You know, it's, it's the book's been, been out for a while. book's been out for thirty years, the cartoon's been out for at least a year, you know, if you want to go back and watch it. Uh Robin basically he just shows up and tries to fight him and he does a bunch of fighting in the crowd. Which uh, you know I thought was uh
0: Well what the, I think what they did for for Damien which boo uh Oh no it was
1: different with Damien because Damien and like Well Knight...
0: be, because what they did here is they tied it into a previous movie.
1: Right. That's where right.
0: Damien and and Slade were going after each other, which he is a child and Slade is supposed to be like the best assassin ever. There's yeah. no way that he should ever be fighting him being anywhere close to beating him
1: well the thing too that's always frustrating about damien is everything is every
0: though i do like everybody in this movie just basically calls damien a dick
1: which they're not wrong right they are not they are all correct but damien uh the thing about him is that he feels like he's perpetually like 10 years old Yes. But he's like this badass fucking assassin. Yeah. that, you know. That, they're
0: like, oh, it was traded by the League of Assassins. I'm like, he's still 10.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if Slade and his old young dick yeah. are going to come at you, beating the, you know give, punching you in the face and shit. Yeah. You know. A
0: grown ass man. A grown
1: ass man. I don't care how well you've been trained. Yeah. You know, a 10 year old boy is probably going to go down. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just saying, unless if he unless no, because
0: he... Slade also trained by the League of Assassins in this whole movie, right? Before he was supposed to, you know, ascend to the throne or whatever. It, it's it's all stupid in that movie, but um, you know, Deathstroke's been a kicking ass, yeah. for a very long period of time. He is one of the best in the world, right? Yeah, And fucking a ten year old takes him down. Give me a goddamn break, right? That I hate. Yeah. That I don't like. Uh, but whatever. I'm just glad everybody called him a dick.
1: Uh, well, real quick, real quick, I want to give a shot, shot, uh, RIP, and shout out to Miguel Ferrer, Miguel Ferrer, who uh, Miguel, F- Miguel Ferreira? is a it Ferrer. It's I don't Miguel know. Ferrer, yeah, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he was the voice of Slade. Slade. Slade.
0: Slade.
1: He was the voice of Deathstroke in the movie, and uh, it was his last role before he passed away. Oh wow! Yeah, so uh, you know, but he did a really good job. I yeah. think it was, it was it was there was some good voice acting in there. You know, yeah. like Christina Ricci was uh, Tara. I don't know if you knew that.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah, that was uh, yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's it good, good to hear some some power behind that stuff. I, yeah.
0: I will say my criticism before we get back to Beast Boy on Kevin Smith's podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My one criticism of this movie because i realized that the book had a lot more going on and we're trying to like condense it
1: oh yeah they definitely condensed it yeah. they
0: condensed it but so much so that like the villain and the entire like subplot of like what brother blood was trying to do with hive that is nothing yeah because... it it's just gets thrown away and you're like why are they doing it it's like because it's his plan and you're like well what are they doing making him something but really slay yeah
1: Yeah, it's pretty much. And
0: that kind of just falls apart, and you're just like, well, okay, I guess they're putting them in this thing because mortality or something but he's like i've been waiting 900 years i'm like you've been trying to do this for 900 years yeah it, yeah
1: yeah they kind of that
0: kind of just falls apart
1: yeah they gloss over a lot of what goes on with brother blood and all that stuff and basically they just try to do their best to focus on uh you know deathstroke Slave. and Terra and all that stuff which i mean yeah. that's a big part of the book is the betrayal that Terra, you know enacts yeah. on the titans right uh but yeah, there's a lot of a lot that gets swept under the rug, especially the stuff with Jericho. Right, because he
0: shows up for like
1: well, he shows up at basically thirty he's, seconds in the movie. You know, he shows up as like a you know as like a failed experiment in the beginning, like halfway through the movie, and then at the end of the movie, you know, in like a post credits thing, it's like he's alive. Yeah, and we're like. Well, who the fuck was that
0: yeah you're like wait who's that guy
1: but like you know basically you know you know in the book like you get a lot more about jericho and right. and slade's ex-wife and you know there, there's a lot obviously because then obviously they had more to work with them. sure of course but it's uh it's pretty yeah they they condense a lot and i can it's almost kind of parts. kind of disappointment yeah. you know i mean it's almost like well, why don't you just make it two parts yeah you, know? exactly. like, you do that with the dark knight
0: yeah you know, it when, two parts. if
1: it's if, if it's I mean, I think it's worth two parts. It's a great story. Sure. So but uh the thing. Yeah. So the thing about Be- so in the card in the comic Beast Boy uh, gets Susan Costanza or was it Susan? What's what, what was uh, George- George's Susan. Was Susan, but I don't know if her last name was.
0: Oh, yeah. But she dies because she licks the envelope.
1: Right. So yeah. basically, that's what happens to Beast Boy in the comic is that he's like. You know, he's like, hey, you got a bunch of, like, letters you got to sign for your fans and stuff. Like, there are images. And <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll look these envelopes. Oh, no, I'm sick. And then, like, you know, Slade's like, aha, I got you. Yeah. You know, basically, he just does a George Costanza really kind funny. of thing. And uh But in this one, in this movie...
0: He's going to a comic book convention.
1: Well, first, okay, first things first is, like, he is supposed... There's a lot of Twitter. There's, well, there's a lot, yeah, because it's, you know, it's where, where we've... uh
0: Updated. Currented
1: it up. You know, there's a lot of Twitter and, you know, social, st- social media and shit going on. But I think there's at one point he's supposed to do it.
0: Well, yeah, because he goes to that convention.
1: No, but isn't there something... Well, okay. No, you know.
0: so he goes to the convention because, you know, Starfire's like, look, you know, something's going on, but don't not do what you had already planned to do. Yeah. I uh, thought to
1: some point he he, had, he was going to do it and then he couldn't do it.
0: No, no, no. So what happened was he... He's like, well, I'm going to do Kevin Smith's podcast at this convention. So he goes to the room where this pan- where it's supposed to be. It's going to be a live podcast at a comic convention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, and nobody's there. So he just sits down at the panel, like up at the front, and he's like, oh, <coughs> here's a big button that says do not press. So what am I going to do? I'm going to press it. So he presses it, he gets shot with like a poison arrow. Well the whatever. fucking
1: blue yet blue yeti mic, yeah. uh USB mic opens up and reveals a bunch of darts and that jump, shoots. And
0: shoots him. So then after at the very, very end, he ends up actually going in studio with Kevin Smith to do Kevin Smith's podcast.
1: Okay, well I'm assuming Kevin Smith in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. kevin smith is uh you know he's a ambassador of some sort i would assume you could treat him as like joe rogan but for superheroes
0: i just no it just doesn't make sense in,
1: in this universe because
0: no, cause this is what doesn't make sense he's still kevin smith who's like all into these characters at just as much as he is in real life uh-huh but they're just like so. He's just really into superheroes.
1: Yeah, because well, obviously he's in, in the in the movie. He lives in reality where superheroes are real. So
0: Clerk still exists. Yes. Mallrat still exists.
1: I, I'm assuming yes. We, we're going to assume all of his movies still exist. Did
0: he write that Superman script in this
1: reality? Sure. He also wrote. J- or would
0: it be instead of a script? Was it like an actual like interview that he like? wrote for the new yorker
1: e- or like hollywood e-
0: reporter or something maybe 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 so it's different because like, i mean
1: when they're real you know they're just biopics what I mean. or something that's
0: what, well yeah i mean like maybe he was like gonna write an autobiography about superman and it didn't work because somebody wanted to put a giant spider in it
1: well john peters was like shout out to john spider <laughs> and then nick cage was there and he was like i am Cal L." yeah no there's so do you
0: think like nick nick cage is like as obsessed with i mean like he must exist too right
1: nick cage if super, superman is real nick cage Is uh, like a stalker it's like a stalk yeah he, that's fucked up Nick nick cage is like like he's probably bought like superman when superman died he probably bought his corpse like michael jackson bought the elephant man's bones
0: oh that's fucked up
1: yeah yeah that, no that's what he's that, bankrupt <laughs> yeah you would that bankrupted him and, well i
0: mean if you're gonna buy superman's body that's got to be expensive.
1: Yeah. No, I think yeah, he probably paid out he probably paid out the ass, but he was willing to pay for it because he didn't name his son after it.
0: I mean to after to beat out Lex Luthor in that sort of <laughs> auction.
1: Yes. I, I I like this reality in the DC universe that, that Nick Cage bought Superman's remains, But then he came back to life, and then he was like, "Oh, man.
0: Lost all that my, money. My I'm investment, terrible with money.
1: My my investment is Bunk. Or,
0: terrible with money. I'll just... I'm
1: terrible with money. I might as well just go buy an island.
0: <laughs> Wait, that, that that doesn't refute that I am terrible with money. I'm I like... just don't like this idea that like real people here live in the DCU. Like like Regis lives in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Don Rickles lives in the DC universe. I don't like it.
1: Kind of wish Don Rickles would have shown. You know, if you didn't, I think he passed away by this point. Maybe they could have got Don Rickles in there and be like, "Hey, I'm here with the Deuce Boy Legion. They all look like monsters." <laughs> or whatever you know or uh you know maybe uh what was it muhammad ali you know muhammad ali would have been in there you know i mean yeah all the real people no i don't like it well there's a lot of that i mean there's a lot of that in the comics you know where there's like
0: but for some reason just having kevin smith's do actually doing a podcast in one of these movies because it was his voice yeah yeah no there was something about i just
1: weird well also too i wanted the thing that i wanted to point out that i thought was really mind-boggling as a podcast producer Uh as a professional podcast producer Uh a podcast man uh, yes, a
0: podcast man
1: (laughs) (laughs) what really fascinated me was slade's ability to to book a (laughs) to book a room during a convention with a Panel, so basically, how we were able to get Comic Con. Let's say, let's say, Comic Con, we're doing a Comic one, uh huh.
0: Because
1: you know, if it's a smaller one, you could probably pull that off.
0: So, he had to submit
1: a proposal. So, he had to submit a proposal. So, his plan was, was a long term plan. So, he had to submit a proposal online to uh, let's say Stanley's Comic sure, or whatever, uh, LA Comic Con, or whatever the fuck it is, and then be like, wait for approval and be like, what do you want your, your panel to be? And it's gonna be, I'm gonna kill Beast Boy,
0: right? Provide that- a description.
1: Provide a description. Uh, I have a uh, I have a microphone with guns with the, that that will shoot yeah, darts and there's what
0: equipment do you need? Yes. Yeah. What equipment? So you need your microphone with darts.
1: And yeah, and then they'll be like, oh, "Who's going to be your guest?" And you just put some quotations in quotations. Very important. Kevin Smith <laughs> <laughs> and Beast Boy, and they're like, "Oh, that sounds great." And
0: then they put it in the program.
1: They put it in the program. And
0: somehow he was able to guarantee no one else showed up to that room.
1: Yes. <laughs> you'll be great. Like isn't?
0: nobody was there because Beast Boy walked in, no one was there waiting for the panel to start. There was no like tech guy there either. So there was nobody there. There was no a microphone moderator. set up and everything.
1: Everything was set up. There's no moderator. Because those rooms, they heard people in and out of those rooms. Yeah. If you're a convention with your worth and salt with that's worth your weight and salt, you are busy as fuck.
0: But not only that, but like sometimes you'll be like, Oh, I really want to see the panel in room four oh six B. Uh I got You know, half an hour to kill, I'm going to go slide in the back and sit there for a while and wait for it to start.
1: Yeah, sometimes you're just sitting there. Because I'm
0: tired of walking around this convention and carrying all this shit with me.
1: Yeah, sometimes you guys... And there's
0: nobody there.
1: Sometimes you guys sit through uh, Jeff Johns talking to Gary Frank for an hour (laughs) while your husband goes up and asks a question about... uh, The Hulk
0: drinking uh, beer. No, the Hulk wedding
1: issue. The Hulk... rick jones bachelor party issue (laughs) to which your wife was terrified because you thought i was gonna go up there and ask jeff johns about uh about uh, superhero genitalia i was a little worried
0: (laughs) but really if anybody's asking anybody that's right because you don't believe me that superman had a dick we've had this conversation yeah we know
1: i came to like i came i'm
0: glad you've come around to my well we see
1: again we've seen his dick
0: we have his baby dick but yes in two by the way, two. Jesus Why Christ. is there so much Superman baby dick? Can oh, somebody tell my me? God. This? What is happening? Yeah. Why is that such an important thing Wh- to show me?
1: No, I that, that was very impressed by Slade's uh, wherewithal to uh, book comic book convention podcasts, which is not an easy thing. No. You know, because, you know, as our friends uh, Vito and Juan of Comics and Comics have often talked about with us, you know, booking Comic-Con and WonderCon and stuff like that, it's not as easy as it used to be. No, it's hard. You know, or as it, ever, or as it can, you know, sometimes, sometimes you get, sometimes it happens, sometimes it don't.
0: Right. What you know? would have happened if they were like, we don't want, quote, Kevin Smith?
1: Yeah, you know, Kevin Kevin Smith kevin smith will be out of town we know this we asked him he said no yeah
0: he said no so i'm not gonna let you have your panel so then what where's what's slade's plan b
1: going to do a podcast in the local improv theater. Sure. Kevin Smith will be at the uh, UCB East. (laughs) (laughs) Midtown Comics, guys. Come to Midtown Comics. The the basement
0: of the Teen Titans building.
1: Ooh, Teen Titans improv. I hate that stupid building. That building is dumb. I don't like it.
0: I understand when it was created, man, what a thing. But it's one of those things that maybe we should move on from.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's definitely a thing that could be should should not just be sitting there. Yeah. Like even the, the Justice League, their spaces they're things in space. Yeah, that makes more
0: sense because really sense. all you need is a good drone. Or seventeen.
1: Yeah. You need seventeen drones. <laughs> you need
0: exactly seventeen drones.
1: You have sixteen drones, you can't win.
0: <laughs> you can't take out the Teen Titans Tower. Seventeen drones. Seventeen drones. Well that's a guarantee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you just you know, you know, destroy your enemies. With yeah, drones.
1: But uh, I thought the movie was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. There was uh, some go- some cool things that related to the comic. Uh, it did definitely was a lot of stuff truncated.
0: I don't like Tara. I'm glad she's not around. Yeah, um, I don't like her.
1: Yeah, she does. Di- she dies She 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 just straight up just also. Dies. I mean, and it
0: might have just been because we're putting so much of this book in, but I her power was just moving earth. Yeah, kind of. Yeah,
1: she moves earth that's deal okay she's like you see that rock up there move
0: eh. eh.
1: i can make a cave eh, or boring. i can make i can make a rock snowman or whatever
0: yeah boring don't like it
1: can she act do you think she can move the rock
0: well that's a really good
1: question actually that would have been a great thing is like all of a sudden she's
0: trying to move the rock
1: like she's just she's she's throwing things around and all of a sudden you see Dwayne Johnson go ah either just,
0: that or she's just like picking up rocks and they're flying and then all of a sudden you just see the rock and he's not moving <laughs> <laughs> and then he has some catchphrase and then you just move on
1: yeah if Kevin Smith could be in this movie why not Dwayne Johnson where's the rock where's the rock
0: right and really like if Dwayne Johnson exists in this universe can't you just call him be like help us well jane
1: johnson would just show up yeah that's what get. i
0: mean he just shows up with a fucking chain gun like he's in fast and the furious just mows everybody down he's like i saved the day and then he goes like i don't know eat some chicken
1: no he eats cod
0: i'm sure he eats chicken too right yeah
1: but he eats a lot more cod
0: i right, think goes, eat some cod yeah he goes you know
1: i gotta give a shout out to the to the rocks intense cod diet <laughs> That was one of the big things when he was when everybody was like, How's the rock how come the rock's so big? It's like he eats like fifteen pounds of cod a day. Oh gross. Or something. He eats a ridiculous amount of fish.
0: That's a lot. That's too much fish.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully he doesn't get like mercury poisoning or something. That's
0: what I mean. Don't you think he eats chicken too?
1: I don't eat chicken. I mean, he eats other things. He has cheat days.
0: That's true. That's when he eats the pancakes. He has cheat days where he
1: eats like eight thousand pancakes. You know what?
0: If I were the fucking rock, I'd eat Eight thousand pancakes
1: too how can you how can you though i mean that's you got i mean i there's days when like i'm like oh man i'm gonna have a big appetite i'm gonna get, eat a bunch of stuff and then i'm just tap it out i mean is it because he expends so much energy just being the rock
0: well i mean sure or why not i don't know how it works to be the rock
1: i don't know i'm just
0: you should, assuming you get him be, on the show I'm sh- yeah <laughs> yeah he's just waiting by the phone he's not doing anything
1: he might be i mean <laughs> shit if kevin's a beast boy could be booked <laughs> Why can't, why can't Dwayne Johnson be booked? This is a really what, good if question. The, what if Slade wanted to capture Jane Dwayne Johnson? I mean,
0: maybe if we got in contact with Slade, he could book Dwayne Johnson on our podcast.
1: Slade is the best podcast producer <laughs> of he, all time. And he
0: wasn't even trying.
1: He wasn't even trying. He is just the best. <laughs> that's it that's what that's what happened you thought it
0: was a get when mark maron got obama
1: no when the when i'll tell you like when when slade's better when when they when the government pumped him full of drugs one of the side effects was he became a primo podcast producer uh he knows how to set up mics he is a whiz at pro tools and audition
0: i mean he did have to set up that mic
1: yeah, he did set up that mic. He knows how to book guests and make them happy. He knows how to uh, play the game on iTunes. Sure, he is the champ. Yeah. So, shout out to Slade, aka Deathstroke, aka the world's greatest podcast producer. <laughs> we should be—he—we he, he, should be uh inviting him to Podcast Movement. Sure. Or whatever it is those yahoos do. Um. Anyways, yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. We talked about that that was a uh, pretty good mm-hmm. so with that out of the way let's take our break and we'll come back we'll talk about a book for this week born and raised to make a kill she was not given her own will
0: her first hit left her feeling only disdain She ran to Gotham's No Man's Land, learned from Barbara Gordon's hand, this starts the legacy of Cassandra Cain. Rising from the devastation of No Man's Land, a new warrior joined the Bat Family. Daughter of David Cain and Lady Shiva, trained from birth to be the ultimate killer, but choosing instead to save lives. She's been Batgirl, Black Bat, and Orphan. She is Cassandra Kane. Join Mike Staley as he goes through every appearance of one of DC's most underrated characters in Silent Night, the Cassandra Kane podcast. On iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and at silentnight.potomatic.com.
1: All right, we're back here in our Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Doom Patrol number one seventeen from February nineteen sixty eight, and we are using my Doom Patrol uh, DC Archives Volume Five. Mm. I took the cover off because it's much easier to read a book like this. I hate those covers. I hate I hate jackets on books.
0: I don't know. I love jackets
1: on books. I I you know what? I, I think get you're weird. I do not like jackets on books. I think you know, that, this, I'm taking a stand.
0: I know. A lot of people don't. A lot of people do. I am. Pro jacket.
1: Because they always get in my way of reading a book, especially once I get mid, once I get like mid, mid, part way through, you know, it's kind of just hanging there and it's like, ah, it's in my, yeah. So I just take it off. I
0: don't understand how that happens.
1: And this, you know, particular issue is like halfway through. So
0: I I never have that problem. I don't like it. I never have that problem. I'm never, you know, worried about book jackets. And I don't mind. prefer them because I like to protect my book. But it
1: has the cover.
0: But that protects the cover.
1: Sure. Meh. <laughs> so Doom Patrol number one seventeen uh is on the cover. We have the chief Niles Calder's in his wheelchair, and he is terrified because there is a giant uh presumably a vulture coming for him hmm. and uh the doom patrol and so it says on the front here the dp has flown the chief is alone in the nest
0: the dp huh
1: the dp they're and, calling
0: themselves the dp all
1: over this book well that's what they are doom patrol what else are you gonna call them? doom patrol or what else are you gonna call them for short doom patrol <laughs> it's too much I mean, it's 1968. 1968, we didn't. That, 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 the DP wasn't invented yet.
0: I'm sure DP was invented. No, it wasn't. 100% it wasn't. No, it wasn't. As soon as sex was invented, DP was not far behind. However. <laughs> however. <laughs> it wasn't such. It wasn't a term back then that you could put into, like, you know, Pornhub and come up with all sorts of questionable shit. We didn't have Pornhub, so it didn't exist. <laughs> it still existed. It's just. All we had was Playboy. That was not in there. But I mean, like, seriously, they're like. It's just, um, again, one of those of its time (laughs) things. Right.
1: Waiting for. So yeah, it says the DP has flown. The chief is alone in the nest, and circling above, waiting for the kill, is the black vulture. See, I told you it was a vulture. Mm. And in the foreground or the background, uh, the Doom Patrol, uh, Robot Man, Negative like, Man, and Elastic Girl are like, "Yeah, fuck you! You wanted to run the whole show, Chief. Okay, the DP is finished. Ouch! And you're on your own." <laughs>
0: DP's done. Cut. DP's somebody done. Somebody call cut. Somebody,
1: somebody, somebody. Uh, Somebody get uh, Ron Jeremy a soda. (laughs) So uh, the Doom Patrol, the world's strangest heroes. That's right. They're weird. Uh, The Black Vulture is the name of the story. Uh And basically uh, we see what's going to happen later in the book where the chief Mm -hmm. is being uh, attacked by uh, a man in a purple, basically wearing like an entire Bird skin.
0: He is basically like uh an NFL mascot.
1: Yes, yes, good, good except call.
0: Except instead of like wearing the full face, he's wearing like a baseball cap that's just a vulture's head. Yeah, and it's actually very upsetting because yeah. there's a beak, but below the beak is, is his is, is a man. mouth. Yeah, and it just looks like a weird growth on this poor bird's
1: chin. Ooh, gross it, it's
0: really upsetting actually
1: <laughs> gross
0: gross indeed yeah
1: and gross. so and he is the black vulture but in reality He's he is purple and uh he has an orange beak and
0: yeah stuff like it, that. and it starts out here where it's like did you miss last issue if so here cry all over this towel that says the new york mets for some reason
1: <laughs> i don't understand this is what, what kind of i mean i'm assuming this is some sort of rib i'm sure that uh was a uh, arnold drake the writer put yeah, together I mean, here i'd
0: have to look at what happened in 1968 to the new york mets i'm assuming they lost
1: well, i think they were like the first that was like their first year of existence
0: and they were terrible yeah they I'm were guessing de- yeah um so there's also this thing about um madam what's her face
1: madam rogue. Madame rogue, rogue
0: who like rogue. somebody was trying to like Tell her to come over into the good side, and then I guess she's made of silly putty.
1: Madame Rouge, I think it is. Is it R O U G G E? Is that Rouge or Rogue? Rogue is R O G U E. Yeah. Okay, so Rouge, Madame Rouge.
0: So she, um, she splits herself in two.
1: Well, so what happens is, okay, so what happens is, the chief gimmicked a painting to beam shit into her head while well, she was so- sleeping. And Madame Rouge split. She says she's made of silly putty. She's made it, yeah, because she's elastic. Gross. Yeah, so
0: she's like stretch arms.
1: So she, she, what happens is in the previous issue, she split her body. Yeah, like you know, maybe. Yeah. and like, then she, she so so, so it's there's a
0: good one and a bad one. So the
1: good one and a bad one, and the good one is just a normal woman in a green jumpsuit or yeah, in a lime green jumpsuit but her bad version is like pink is a is a, a severely tanned woman no
0: she's like pink
1: she's a Hulk hogan fan
0: yeah she's
1: verging on purple brother Excellent. yeah but she's um, wearing a just a, happens to be wearing a darker jump darker green jumpsuit
0: yeah so she vanquishes over evil and then we have uh and thus good triumphed over evil how unusual and Madame Rouge left the Brotherhood, and then apparently this there's a big machine called Great Brain, yes, which is just two boxes uh, on what looks like a hoverboard uh, with a uh, Terminator skull, yes, on top of it, and, and, like, and a real brain and inside. And a real brain inside. So like, uh, I kind of wish the Great Brain would come back.
1: He's, he's been around, yeah. He's he's had he's had better iterations is, of himself. Is he
0: still on this being pushed around by a monkey?
1: Monsieur, so the monkey is a monsieur? Mon- Bis- is, is that how you say that? Monsieur? 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 Monsieur Malat. Monsieur is a sentient ape that. Uh, There's
0: inter- a lot of fucking sentient apes in the DCU. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Why are there so many sentient
1: I don't know. we know what we, you know, we got to do? That reminds me. We got coming up. We should probably do that uh, crazy ape book we have. Remember that? Where like it was just about all like it was from the seventies and it's like here's a bunch of fucking ape stories. Oh yeah. And I bought that for you. I think I bought that for you for Christmas once.
0: Probably.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll have to, we'll have to get. We'll have to dig that out. Let's,
0: uh, let's read the crazy ape book.
1: Yeah. I think we. We'll, yeah. I think we've been holding on to that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, real quick, this is our first Doom Patrol in like three years. Wow. I know. That's that's something like, like I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, how long has it been since we've done this? I've done like this particular series. And we go, like, a long time between certain books.
0: Well, sometimes that's good.
1: Yeah, so sometimes it's good because well, it's been a long time. And the last time we did one was from the uh, 80s revival. Mm. So this is one of our original ones, which I am all on board for. Yes. So, uh, But, yeah, Manjir the monkey, uh, the ape, the sentient ape, who eventually goes on to wear a beret he oh, well, does not wear a beret here just, I'm
0: glad that's in his future
1: yeah he, in the future he has a beret, uh but right now he's just a regular regular ape dude, and he's like pushing this helmet and or this brain, and basically the brain's like, yeah, well, she's gone for now, but she'll turn heel again, so fuck off, yeah, and so now we cut to his sitting
0: what's his name again
1: so so uh N- the Niles called her,
0: okay, Niles called her this is like his sitting room, and he's hanging out with Man Rouge, and she's sitting on the floor, and she's like. Oh, I love sitting by this fire. So great. And he's like, yes, it's so great. And then, like, Robot Man, like, hops in. Literally hops because one of his legs has been ripped off in a battle. Yes. And he's missing an arm. And this dude does not give a fuck. No. He's like, go away. You're being ridiculous. He's hopping around. He's (laughs) missing a leg. And he's like, go away, Robot Man. No, he
1: goes, hey. Go, go fix yourself. Yeah. He's like, there's a soldering iron in another room. Yeah, because so this fix guy is just
0: really trying to bang guy. this girl. He's like, let me tell you, DP stands for Doom Patrol, but it stands for something else. So <laughs> let- I kind of wish that's what he said. <laughs> so let's try to work my magic. I got a friend What in did the I bag. tell you
1: when I started Doom Patrol? DP stands for something else. <laughs> <laughs> rule number one it's on there it says you do rule number one dp stands for something else number two don't ask what dp is
0: <laughs> it's like fight club <laughs> it's like,
1: yeah do patrol is D-
0: like- <laughs> dp clubs like fight club dp um so he is just trying to bang this chick to the point where he's just like go away like he, he never heard of putting like a tie on the door to tell people to leave him alone yeah <laughs> so robot man like literally falls through a door because he's got one leg, and then
1: so then uh, this is
0: when Negative Man comes.
1: Well, up. Negative Man's or his negative, ne- being. negative being shows up, and they're like, and, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, Madame Rouge is like, "What's that?" It's like, "Oh, that's just Negative Man's."
0: Oh yeah, he says he's coming to get a snack, and he's like, "Oh well, ne- no, because
1: because what Negative Man does is Negative Man can be- so Negative Man can release." Right. Uh, the negative being for only a minute. Okay. And so, if basic, what the negative being is, you know, basically uh, an extension that he can control. So he, you know, so he could be like, hey, go get me a spork. Yeah. You know, So that thing is you know, so fast it gets him a spork. So if he's, yeah. he, so it's basically what he does, what they do in the spare time is that, you know, Larry, you know, the negative man is just sitting around be like, you know what, I'm hungry. Go get me a sandwich, me. And yeah. then he just sends him, apparently.
0: Well, because, it but it's trying to tell Niall something. And it just says, oh, he's trying to tell me something. He probably wants to tell me that we're out of ham. Sorry, and man there's loads of salami.
1: <laughs> we love the, D- D- Do Patrol <laughs> loves the, su- the the cured meats oh they do they are uh
0: there really is their fridge is fully stocked it's like a deli it's
1: like it's like boar's head exploded it
0: really is i think that's where boar's head started
1: yeah boar's head started
0: they, they were like you know well, we're not getting anywhere in the superhero gig let's start a deli called boar's head
1: started started uh because of and we're uh, going to start selling cured meats started because of some hardcore dp
0: <laughs> well i mean you get hungry i guess yeah, you get
1: hungry you know it's like
0: and then Does dp
1: wear you out <laughs> Get yourself some salami. Have some ham. Oh, wait. (laughs) So. Uh,
0: So. That's when Negative Man, like, wanders in, and he is just ripped up, too. Like, his whole costume. Negative Man
1: looks like he got hit by a
0: fucking truck. He does. He's, like, one of his, he's he's holding, like, favoring an arm. Again, this guy does not care. He's like, I was trapped underneath a lead something, and they kept He has this big story about what happened to him. He was fighting somebody, and there was, like, a lead thing, and they kept, like, trying to spat, basically press him to death. Like they did to Giles Corey in Salem. Look that up if you don't know what that is. Um, So he's like, yeah, he's like, I said my name, man, because I found a slip, uh, a flaw in the block. And what did I get for it? I got beans. Oh, but he was looking for ham. But apparently he was looking for beans because this guy doesn't give a shit. And he's like, whatever. I still don't care. Go away. Uh, He's like, see, you're self-reliant. You didn't need me. I mean, this guy can barely walk. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, oh. Well, neither
1: can Niles Calder.
0: (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and neither could uh, Robot Man, because he's missing a leg. So, yeah. and then we have... Um,
1: so now so now we cut to the Censor Street to put Zoom Patrol members, we...
0: Elastigirl.
1: Elastigirl is... So here's... Did you read the intro to this? I did. I, I actually really loved this intro. Later in the home of the fifth richest and angriest man in the world and his wife. <laughs> I...
0: How can I become the angriest? Also... And, like, have people introduce me
1: that way. Also... I want to know the four other angriest men in the DCU.
0: Oh, see, I took man. that he was only the fifth richest, but
1: he was the angriest. Oh, I thought he was the fifth richest and fifth fifth angriest.
0: I would like to know how you rank angriest, because if so, I wouldn't mind being the fifth angriest.
1: How can I be the most angriest man? You know who I think would be the angriest man uh. is uh, this guy in an episode of uh, you uh, fucking... Uh, God I can't I'm like I know show CSI who was like a guy, oh god I forgot what he did, but like he he beat up a bunch of people in like a casino mm. and then he went to get a steak and then they show you know the police showed up and were like, "Hey man, we're going to take you alive." And he's like, "I'm so angry." And then he just died. <laughs> and he looked like Greg Fitzsimmons, and it was fucking wild. That guy was super fucking angry
0: though. And he just died. He just
1: died. He was eating a steak, and he was like, "No, because I like, no, like, yeah, cause they're gonna take him." And he was like, "Did he fought the cops?" And he died.
0: Like, did they kill him? or – No, he just, like... just
1: died of a heart attack. Because that's what Gil <laughs> Tr- Gil Grissom figured out. Is uh, you know, he was like, "Oh, how did this angry man die?" He was the fifth. He was the most angriest man. Uh, four, you know, four ahead of Steve Dayton. Yeah. Here, so.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I really like when our podcast becomes Sean Explains an episode of CSI.
1: Yeah, I know. Why is this not a CSI podcast? <laughs> Which really would just be a bunch of episodes of CSI that I randomly remember yeah. parts of, not actual <laughs> like plots, but just like, oh, I remember that part of CSI. Anyways, I got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> CSI. I have like five CSI moments in my
0: head. <laughs> Sean remembers CSI. That's hey, horrible. I watched enough
1: of it on Spike. Yeah, they would always show it after wrestling. Sometimes you kind of, you had no choice. Yeah, you had no choice. That's true. You could not change the channel. No, no, your remote. You had to watch CSI. If your
0: remote was broken, what are you going to do? Get up.
1: Even if it wasn't broken, you just had no choice. You had to watch it. You had to find out what happened. (laughs) Why was that? Why did Angry Man die? anyways so so uh so they're in bed uh and we're in the 60s it's separate beds
0: separate beds and the phone rings and she's like oh no it's the doom patrol i have to go and he's like don't help them call i I hate it that i have to check my wife out like a library
1: book yeah steve dayton is not having it so so just for you know does he die no he he doesn't he he goes (laughs) a steak and then he dies
0: i mean if he is the angriest man
1: you know what he might be he might be he's gotta be careful yeah uh so uh just so you know uh so Rita was a model who was take, doing a uh, photo shoot. and Something
0: terrible happened to and her. And she
1: got like near a bunch of volcanic gases and made her stretchy.
0: Yeah, I see that because like, she kind of explains the – Yeah. They, they, well, that's,
1: every, it, that's it, every episode of this. Every, uh,
0: they all kind of explain what happened to them yeah.
1: to give them powers. That's pretty much how every uh, issue of Doom Patrol feels like as they go, you know what? If it wasn't for that volcano yeah. or whatever, or if it wasn't for that flight I took.
0: So she rushes in. Well, real quick, I just want
1: to point out so – so Steve Dayton is a super um, super inventor. He's basically like Bruce Wayne but always angry. That's Bruce Wayne. An- even angrier. Well, I don't know. Maybe it might not be because Bruce Wayne is probably higher – if we're talking about legit lists, Bruce Wayne is probably higher a- higher in terms of wealth and oh, anger.
0: The, probably.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, and, and I bet Lex Luthor is up there too. So, yeah,
0: probably. Yeah, I yeah, think that's we're, how he's we're filling
1: guy. out this list. It's good. We
0: really are. Uh, how is Ted Cord on the the anger
1: oh, level? Ted's pretty chill.
0: Okay, so he's not anger, but he's probably he
1: hasn't sure. been introduced yet here. He doesn't count. Oh, he's he's still over at Charlton or whatever or oh. Quality. Uh, yeah, that poor guy. Yeah, um, but no. So what happens is, so they're married, okay. but they also adopted Beast Boy. That's a mistake. Yeah, this is, this is what goes on in this world. I here.
0: mean, like of all the the kids you could adopt, doesn't Beast Boy already have parents?
1: They died. Oh, of course or something happened. Of
0: course they did. Yeah. Everyone's fucking parents are dead. Okay? Well
1: here's the, here's the thing this is the thing that's always confused me about Elastigirl.
0: Why her parents are dead? Because I'm sure they are. Oh no. No. Oh.
1: No, but she
0: <laughs> did they go through Crime Alley instead of Happiness Lane?
1: Yes. <laughs> Elastigirl, it was a Olympic swimmer who became a model and, a, and an actress. Right. Right. And then she became Elastigirl.
0: Right. And she said that that made her career over.
1: That ruined her Hollywood career. But how? That's what I've never understood because apparently she all of a sudden started growing. But but she doesn't always grow. Right.
0: She can control
1: it. She can control growing her body. Yes. Like she doesn't have to. She's not constantly huge. She's like,
0: oh. why couldn't she still work? I don't know. That's a thing. And she's well, still beautiful. It's the 60s. She's married. She has to stay home now.
1: Well, I guess so. I mean, if, better... if anybody ruined her career, it was the fifth angriest man in the world. Well, she's going to Betty Draper this shit. <laughs> Is she going to leave garbage in the in field? Yeah, she's going to leave garbage. And they get lung cancer and, in... yeah. and, uh, and date Glenn? Yeah. Oh, God, that was so upsetting.
0: She's also <laughs> going to shoot birds in somebody's backyard.
1: <laughs> oh, Betty Draper. God, I hated Glenn. Yeah, somebody just reminded me about that. So, you so remind I saw me that... about Glenn? I don't know. I just got, I just God got re...
0: damn it, I hated Glenn Some, so much.
1: Somebody reminded me about that, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's right.
0: Glenn I'm... was the worst. I was like, why is this person even on this show? <laughs> like, if I was going to rank characters on Mad Men that I hate.
1: Ooh, it, this is a good list. It is
0: Glenn... Harry
1: Pete, really, you putting Pete, you putting Harry above Pete,
0: oh yeah, I hate, I hate Harry way more than Pete, but Pete's worse, yeah, but Pete knows he's worse he's he knows he's terrible,
1: Hmm, Pete interesting, I thought, Pete, I thought Pete was going before Harry,
0: no, 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 harry is Harry does is one of those guys who is a fucking monster, but he thinks he's a nice
1: person. He's also quite useless. Yes. He's also very, like, he doesn't seem like he's very good at his job. Yes,
0: He's one of those guys who's like, I'm a nice guy. I'm really cool. No, you're not. You're a fucking monster and everybody hates you. So that's why he goes above Pete because Pete, Pete's just a terrible human being, but Pete understands that he's a terrible human being and he's not trying to pass himself off as anything else. Besides a horrible person,
1: if Mad Men was today, Perry, Harry would be me doing the milady to all He would just have a, he would have a, uh, oh, a fucking fedora. God, he'd be a fedora motherfucker. I mean,
0: I hate Harry so much that any the time I see, uh, what's his face, Rich Summer, Rich Summer, I get angry. I know and that's that sucks. not his fault because I'm like, I'm sure you're a really nice that's, guy. That sucks
1: because Rich Summer <laughs> from just from an all accounts. From all accounts, because he has done, you know, he's a he is a podcast friendly man.
0: Uh-huh. And he like, likes board games. He and likes stuff. he had he's a board like...
1: game podcast. He seems like a nice chap. I'm sure he's a very nice but guy. Anytime he shows up on Glow, I'm like, fuck you, Harry. And I'm just the thing is, he plays this very. Ir- you uh, a reprehensible asshole, on, asshole glow. on glow. And I'm like, ah, fuck you, Harry. You know, and it's like, you know, it's like, no, it's just that I'm just doing the job.
0: I know. I feel so bad for Rich Summer. I'm like, I realize you're an actor, but my God, every time I see you, I'm just like, oh, not you again.
1: He's got a punchable face. He's got, he's got oh, an A not, not, not a punchable face, I'm not, I'm not gonna no. punch Rich Summer, but I will say <laughs> he's got he's got something about he, his he
0: plays a very
1: Good, and he just has that look where you're just like, ah, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's Arrgh. very good at that. Yeah, man. But
0: God damn it, I still hate. Why him. Why is he not white?
1: Why he, he should he? He should be a much better actor. He is a good like, actor, much, not be, not better. But he should be a much like. Uh, he has to be more like. He should in be roles. In more things. Like he should be like a villain in things. And because just, people
0: hate him. Because so I would just be
1: like, ah, oh, fuck that guy. I Hope, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope Russell Crowe comes and kicks your ass. Whatever <laughs> this movie is, I'm watching <laughs> Gladiator Two or whatever Gladiator 2 Gladiator 2 starring Rich Summer as uh, Julius Caesar I don't know didn't Julius Caesar die at Gladiator no that was a different that was uh, Joaquin Phoenix and he played uh, some other dipshit oh I don't yeah. remember. see so Julius Caesar still fair game for the gladiator sequel that I'm casting right now? <laughs> is he
0: getting stabbed in the back? This
1: yeah. is the only question I I need to answer. Yeah. So uh anyway, so, okay, so anyways. Uh so she goes and runs off to the doom patrol and they're arguing with the chief and they're like, "Chief, you're an ass." Basically you're like, "Chief, you're an asshole and you're only caring about this woman." And he's like, "Yeah, well, if it was not too wasn't for- bad. Too bad. Basically he's like, "Yeah, basically he's like, "suck it," you yep. know? <laughs> basically
0: said "suck it." He does the DX thing. Says "suck it." Yeah. Right there.
1: And so, and then, um, and then so then now we,
0: we get a recap of like, because that's when the last girl comes in and she's like, wait, don't be mad at him. Remember how you came to be? Let's recap your origins and talk about how Chief, convenient. yeah,
1: Chief fixed you. It's like, Cliff, you fell from a car and then and we, put your brain, we, we put your brain in a robot.
0: And then you, I don't know, you got radioactived and now you're creepy looking.
1: Yeah, basically the negative man. Yeah. Was a test pilot that went too high up and Icarus himself. He Icarus, yeah, he he pretty much did. He Icarus himself, lost his skin, became translucent. That's why he looks like this, Mm. even though he's still got hair. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, And he became became radioactive, but then Chief was like, hey, I'm going to wrap you in some bandages. I'm going to turn you into a mummy. I'm going to turn you into a mummy, and you'll be okay. And he's like, fine. But, you know. I mean,
0: like, those are some good bandages. I know anytime I use an ace bandage, it falls down.
1: Yeah, no kidding. So, I mean, this guy knows what he's doing. Well, they're not only are they good, but they also like somehow like are so tight and perfect that they also capture all his facial features. Right, it's weird. And they're perfectly around his lips.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's really impressive. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they're arguing. I mean, basically, they're just arguing, and you know, she's just she's just being a dick
0: because he's a dick. He
1: is just being the shittiest Professor X. He's wannabe. really terrible.
0: <laughs> And so they leave. So so, so like, you know what? Screw this. So
1: Meta, yeah, Robot Man and Mega Man are like, all right, let's let's pull on some trench coats and get the fuck out of here.
0: And then uh, Black Vulture, who I'm assuming has just been hanging out waiting for people to get mad at this guy. He's
1: been sitting on a branch the whole time, and I nobody mean, has noticed him for
0: 117 issues, just waiting for people to get pissed at this guy.
1: Well, it wasn't 117 issues. It started. I think it was like 80. It was, It started as my favorite adventure, uh, my greatest okay. adventure, and it, yeah.
0: however many issues this guy's been waiting. Okay, and he's like, "Oh man, finally, he's gonna be alone, and that's when I'm gonna wander in and I'm gonna kick his ass."
1: so, and, and so, so what happens here is then. Uh, so well, negative,
0: no, Elastigirl. So
1: Elastigirl is like, oh, good. Go.
0: She gets mad at
1: Madame Rouge. Well, the Madame Rouge because though Madame Rouge, she, so she's like, "Look, tell my girlfriend." what the deal is here and she and, and and rita is like yeah well chief is like a father figure and there's never been really and, like a and, mother figure and in the like, oh, family but, of freaks or whatever yeah, and she's like
0: oh well and now he they brought in the bad woman and the children are upset and she's like how dare you call them children and now they start fighting and then rita threatens to like beat up this woman and then rita leaves and then well, i don't the, know all both women leave. well
1: rita leaves and then Chief's and like bitches calm down right and then and then Madame Rouge is like, hey, no man tell me what to do. Right. Don't call me a bitch. And so, so she leaves, so too. So she leaves, too. And so Chief's just sitting here like, I'm alone.
0: I'm so sad. It's like,
1: well, you suck. I yeah. mean, you say. You, you're just a piece of shit. Yeah, you're garbage. And so he's sitting there, and then uh, the Bulger guy... Does a little whistle, and then a, 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 an actual vulture comes through the window and starts attacking.
0: It's kind of like that scene in Batman where the bat goes through the window, except it's a vulture.
1: It's a vulture, and it's funny because he's and like because he's because I would like to I kind of wish it really I don't know if there's ever well he's a, got like a battle wheelchair. Well, okay, yeah. Well, we're getting to that. So basically, he starts like, yeah, he starts, yeah, starts shooting the. He's like, ah, shit, a vulture that's trying to attack me. Well, how about I like, I shoot you with like a rocket.
0: Yeah. And, and then the
1: vulture's like, well, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna pick you up. And the chief is like, Well, I'm gonna grab your fucking neck no, because and pile drive What
0: he says here is like, Hey, vulture, haven't you ever heard that if a man loses the <laughs> use of his legs, all of that strength that goes into his arms is that true? No, that is not true i mean unless he's like at the gym like working on those arms he, he doesn't just magically get super strong arms.
1: <laughs> he's not is he, is he supposed to be uh was it uh joe swanson from uh, family guy just like just fucking just
0: like super buff up top yeah like but i'm like you're not at the fucking gym doing this shit yeah yeah but he like grabs this vulture by the neck and he just like whams it like right on the ground he does a fucking
1: iconoclasm to this fucking bird and then uh and so then uh our buddy you know the the vulture guy black vultures, like how about we shoot how about i send you a bunch of hummingbirds you know that have like, poisoned like, beaks yeah and uh she's like well whatever i got like a fucking gun yeah i got a, it, i got a mini rocket launcher with electronic tracking equipment
0: in the back of my wheel in the back wheelchair. of my wheelchair so then the vulture comes in and he uh then there's another gun and then there's like fighting. Well, so the
1: vulture, so the the vulture man, the main man. Yeah. Because the because then because so then black Vulture's, like.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because black Vulture's, black vulture like, he's like, all right, you know, not, enough of these, enough of this bird shit. Time for the man bird to come in. And he, as he's saying this, like, and you know, the mouths goes of all the a bird man.
0: Yeah, and he's also and the vulture's like, it's me, black vulture, and then and dude's like, I what he's
1: like what like, he's like don't are you, are you
0: remember who i am and he's like
1: nope nah nope nah man
0: nah man uh no doesn't ring a bell he's like yeah man we went to high school together he's like no he's like yeah we sat next to each other in trig class you know no. then i then, you know then
1: i met then i met you you know you met my girl you, you were dating that girl you and went then you met
0: homecoming together junior year
1: you were dating that girl and then i went to another school but and you met me because you were friends with her like you guys were girlfriend so you had a girlfriend and she was friends with my girlfriend and i went to school and i came to the bonfire and i wasn't supposed to be there and everybody wanted to fight me but you were like hey man what's your name and you were pretty cool so yeah
0: yeah but he's like well okay once i subdue you i'll make sure you know who i am right. i'll i'll get our yearbooks
1: so the- <laughs> <laughs> here let me get the earbooks. uh so uh so then so the chief thankfully has a machine gun sure. in his thing, and the machine gun jams and uh so now it, instead of some I don't know how the fuck this is because yeah, he the has chief a panic room basically well no what well, chief the chief's thing not only does a panic room but his his wheelchair is motorized uh-huh so that he could uh get to the panic room get to the panic room and the you know so then uh so just just to kind of i'm just gonna recap this real quick yeah okay yeah so the, so the vulture is like well now he's in a panic room so i'm just gonna start throwing bombs at this metal door yes. in this in this building
0: and let's just real quick we have to talk about he blows his whistle and then the most american thing i've ever seen oh, shows up
1: there you go yeah it is a
0: bald eagle <laughs> clutching bombs in its claws <laughs> and i'm like there's know, a bald
1: eagle carry carry actual fucking yes. missiles like it's a fucking yes. gi joe action figure yes and
0: it's gonna do basically a bombing run on this thing and honestly i feel like if our government were to see this picture this would become our new american flag
1: yeah yeah
0: and uh, but you'd have to like tattoo a gun on the bird somewhere yeah so he like drops the bomb actually
1: this would be a good tattoo to have
0: you, know, if you're like a marine or something,
1: or just like into fighting,
0: <laughs> just like
1: if you're just fucking American as fuck, I'm just know? like I really love fe- America.
0: Ju- I'm gonna drink this, yeah. like, Budweisers or whatever.
1: If you're just really intense and you're just like man, yeah, yeah maga you're just, hat, yeah. If if you're if you're wearing a maga hat, you definitely want to get this tattoo. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Uh, so he blows up and can't get through the panic room, and then as that's happening, Robot Man is just like walking down the street and he sees a dude crossing the street and he's like oh my god you're getting hit by a car so he like runs over and he saves the guy
1: turns out Stan Lee
0: St- blind Stan Lee.
1: blind Stan Lee. But but
0: the <laughs> robot man saves him and he's like man I should beat you. Oh wait, you're a blind man. Yeah, he's like, I saved your life, but I should like beat you senseless because you almost got hit by a
1: car. He's mad that the guy was just walking into the street and dead. He had to save him, but then he turns out since he was disabled, he's like, oh.
0: Oh wait, and then he's like, oh no, I've left another disabled man completely alone. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I mean.
1: He's not really I mean he's doing okay, he's
0: fine, man. he's got a soup to and when you left him,
1: he was there with Rita and Madame, he's good. rouge, so he's why good? he's fine, yeah don't he's worry. got salami in the fridge,
0: yeah, no, he's fine, man. He can take care of himself, yeah, but robot man's like, oh no, I better go save him, so as that's happening, negative man is also thinking like that he should go basically not, yeah negative they're...
1: negative negative man gets like a has like a like a Thought that Niles Calder is talking to him through a cloud.
0: Oh yeah, like he's a lot like of cloud people in the books.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Batman, and Superman are talking through clouds. Yeah. we saw a, di- a cloud today that looked like a dick. We sure did.
0: <laughs> there, there. We were driving home, and I said, "Speaking
1: That's... of dicks." I
0: was like, <laughs> "Speaking of DPS, uh, there was a cloud in the this sky." The guy got DP'd? Oh, Literally God. looked like a penis. What am I even doing? Even I hope nobody
1: ever head. listens to this. No one listens to this. <laughs> nobody listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we had a pretty good bunch of numbers. I feel like and no one will we...
0: ever listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. We're
1: we're just trying to guarantee that nobody listens <laughs> to this show. <laughs> pretty much, this is the last show.
0: <laughs> Every single episode we do is the last one.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so basically, yeah, yeah. So then, so then the Cliff r- Robot Man runs into a park, into a public park. Make sure you knew that, uh, public park, and he just pushes over like a mount, like a like a. A cornerstone for like a, in, near a fountain, and he's and apparently it's got like it's like fucking Zelda, and there's like secret stairs in there and shit. Uh, and he goes, If anybody spots me, I'll tell them I'm collecting fountains. What? And then he goes, Ugh, which I'm uh, is he is he upset about his joke, or is he just is he straining? I think,
0: uh, I you know, that's a really good question. Maybe that was just the writer going, I really ran out of time to fucking work on this. Ugh, um, so then. They go into the house. That's where, and uh, Robot Man is there. and negative man like sends his negative being right at him.
1: Well, here's what's happening. Okay, I want to point this point out. So he turn, goes into the house, and he apparently, he turns on the closed circuit TV,
0: uh-huh.
1: and he sees in full color, uh, an eagle throwing bombs at a metal door, while a man in a purple uh, condo, or purple vulture costume, watches right and he's like oh shit i better go stop this so he picks up like a random statue and he's like i will throw this at this eagle right and then just as that's happening negative man shows up and is like hey somebody's trying to do something in there and uh you know you you know they meet up and there's like "Ah, we try to you know they realize they're they're both there
0: right and so they go down and there's like a a fire at the door. uh, In the panic room, there's a fire.
1: Because Vulture throws enough bombs at the door so that the metal door will open. Yeah. And then Niles Calder, who's been sitting there the whole time, instead of just going to all these fucking doors, he's just been waiting. And he's like, ah, shit, I better go now again. And he speeds away in his his wheelchair through a door that has a bunch of fire around it. Fire in front of it.
0: But he doesn't get burned.
1: No, he doesn't get burned. But he... uh,
0: So as the the vultures going to like come through the fire, all of a sudden like Negative Man and Robot Man show up. Yes. Robot Man throws. Oh, and the the vulture has like rocket powered boots or something. Yeah. So that happens. And then that's when Negative Woman or I'm sorry. um, Elastigirl. Elastigirl shows up. And she's like looking through the window and she's like, oh, time for me to like slap people around. She like breaks through the wall. Yeah, like she
1: just kind of just slaps the building open. Yeah. She's like, ha ah, ha, fuck this.
0: And then so she's inside with the rest of them and then bats show up.
1: Yeah, because then. That's the, upsetting. Well, what happens is, uh, yeah, so the. Yeah, apparently the con, the, the vulture guy is also like, I also control bats yeah and so this frequency is gonna fuck up your head and robot man just explodes because he's made of like paper mache
0: yeah his head pops off
1: and yeah it was not only that like his arm falls literally his entire body falls apart yeah and they're all fucked up
0: and
1: And then so then he whistles again and then out of nowhere
0: yeah none of this makes sense out of nowhere an entire band of Native Americans on horseback appear. They Uh come charging in the door. And they're, like, not, they're, like, literally, like, if you were going to be, like, hey, I want to watch a really old Western movie and the way Native Americans are portrayed there where they're, like, wearing a loincloth and, like, a feather and, like, holding an axe, that's exactly what these people are. And they just show up and you're, like, wait, what? (laughs) yep wait what
1: i had to kind of like go back because i I was reading this book and i was like did i skip a page no they just show up they just show up
0: and you're like wait a second so the lead guy whose name i believe is white feather jumps off the back of his horse takes down this guy and then when they come to elastigirl's like I need to be racist right now.
1: Oh, this book gets super racist All out of the road. It just
0: takes a fucking left turn and now we're racist to shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because
0: she literally walks up and she goes, Yes. Well, oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, first I want to point out they unmask the black vulture.
0: And he looks like, uh,
1: Ron Howard. Clint, Clint Howard. Howard. Look- yeah. It's 100% this is Clint, Clint, Clint fucking. Howard. It's Clint fucking Howard. It's
0: Clint Howard, uh, and, they're like, oh yeah, he forged a shit ton of documents. So it's
1: just so 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 happen habit- so so okay. So Niles comes out from behind his firewall. Yeah. And he's like, Ha, motherfucker. He's like,
0: Oh, I do remember you. I do
1: remember you. You're Clint Howard and you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I was assigned to check the validity of some yeah. documents he for forged, some land.
0: Yeah, he forged a shit ton of documents. That
1: that uh this Clint Howard forged some documents. Yes.
0: So he's saying that he had the tribal deeds to a shit ton of land in California. Yes. Uh, so
1: all of a sudden, this be- not only has it become racist, but it also becomes like s- the, the the plot to Superman Returns. Yeah.
0: All of a sudden, it's a land
1: dispute. It's <laughs> a land because DC loves their land disputes Yeah. He's like, well,
0: he got busted for forgery, so he spent some time in jail. So that's why he's so pissed off. And it's like, but this also prevented this guy from taking Whitefeather's tribal land. And I'm like, which I'm assuming the government then just took. Be- Possibly. Because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh And then she, like... So then Elastigirl. That's when Elastigirl, like, walks up to him. Now, mind you, this guy is the most stereotypical Native American you could ever imagine in your life.
1: Uh-huh. And she
0: walks up, and she puts her hand up, kind of like... How? How, you know, yeah. that whole shit. And she goes, yes, but... Um, how your people get them here so fast, White Feather. And you're like,
1: what? And then. <laughs> Wait. What? To which, to which, uh, White Feather responds, we, quote, fly him here, ma'am, in my private jets. And, yeah. uh, to, you know, and, 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 Niles is like, yeah, he's my homie. He teaches aerodynamics at Caltech. Yeah. But he happens to have full tribal, tribal dress. And, and had, horses. They, they, okay, and horses. I mean, we, we, we didn't point this out. It wasn't they just came in, like, walked up a bunch of stairs. They ran upstairs to save Dune Patrol. There's like,
0: Ten of them. On on, on horseback.
1: On horseback.
0: They just ran up ten flights of stairs in a fucking New York City building.
1: I don't think it's New York. I think they're a different town. But but, you know what
0: I mean? It's like a – Yeah, it's it's a metropolitan area. It's a metropolitan area in one of those just regular buildings. Imagine like a ten-story office building and somebody just runs fucking ten horses up those stairs. Imagine
1: you're at work in your office – and a bunch of fucking dudes on horseback fucking ride their sh- things up.
0: <laughs> and they're just, like, trying to get up. Not
1: using the elevator, but somehow they managed to get the horses up without breaking those horses' legs. You know, because, but I, I, I the mean, also, I don't think horses like stairs. How did
0: they know any of this was happening?
1: Because Chief, I think, uh, like. Did he call? I think he gimmicked, yeah, something. He was like, yo, my my wheelchair also can. can, can flew- my wheelchair can also uh, quickly alert.
0: My friends, uh, my
1: friends. I don't. I mean, maybe he. Maybe but, this.
0: But also, where exactly are they located? The Doom Patrol.
1: I think the Doom Patrol were. Lo- I mean, maybe I don't know. Particularly in this episode, this issue, I believe they were in Kansas City, but that could be in the new one.
0: Okay. Well, at least if they were, but still, that's a good two and a half hour flight mm-hmm. from California in today's time. Uh huh. So. Yeah. Has this been going on for and three also,
1: hours? But also, mind you, they flew with horses. Right. Oh, maybe Some it was like. The, they had to ooh, get ooh, their ooh, horses ooh, to ooh, the ooh, airport. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Maybe it was like crawl. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> where they rode the horn the Clydesdales. oh
0: yeah those like fire fire the fire, the mares. fire running fire mares
1: fire mares fire mares they've they've, they've these are fire mares they <laughs> borrowed them from the scent of krull to get to here. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's the only way i can explain it that is the only way you can explain this it does it's just like
0: wait what <laughs> and so then um they're like, well, let's all be friends, and by the way, I'm totally going to bang Madame Rouge, and they're like, okay, cool, and that's the end of this issue. Well, here's
1: well, they have this little thing here, which, I mean, they can't, they, this, this book cannot be vaguely racist, or actually, it's just racist. Oh, it's flat-out racist. Flat-out racist, like, later, the swinging, quote, redskins leave, but there's some red faces remain. Oof. What the fuck is,
0: I mean, like, there's,
1: ugh. It's like stop with the race. They
0: came out of nowhere.
1: I forgot about this they actually. I came... cuz I've read, I've, read, I've read these before and I'm just like, "Oh man."
0: But that's this... the thing. They came out of nowhere. It wasn't like they were in the beginning and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, hey, my friend Whitefeather from Caltech is visiting." And he uh, he was in like the first couple oh, panels. I don't think
1: this guy I don't think these no, guys ever showed up again.
0: They just appear and then they're gone. And you're like, "Uh, what? What?" It makes no sense.
1: So yeah, so he fly. You know, so basically they're all sitting around, and he's like, "Look, we all need to keep together. And if I'm the father figure around here, this is uh, Niall saying this. He's like, you know, what I say goes, and Madame Rouge stays as long as she needs to. What do you say?" And they all go, "Yes, Papa." Which yes, Daddy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, Daddy. Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Is this when the DP happens? (laughs)
1: And then Ron Jeremy shows up as a, as a pizza boy.
0: Yeah, she's like he's like the two. He's like, do you mind? Let the DP three?
1: commence. Yeah, pretty much. So, and uh, that's that's how this ends. It, just, it ends. It ends with some DP. <laughs> that's it, <laughs> it's such a weird book, man. Well, it's do patrol. They are not. I mean, they, it was it
0: was fine. I had no like it was fine, and then it took a left turn into racism. <laughs> and then now and then it was like oh but here here's it's over they're gone now and you're like what what why were you just like was the writer just like sitting there being like i gotta watch Gunsmoke today i gotta finish writing this i know Native Americans.
1: Arnold Drake was just sitting around. It's like, oh, you know, I forgot to do that. I forgot to be racist. Tony, did I? Be, was I racist today? I better write this down. <laughs> it's like
0: somebody tell me if I was racist against Native Americans <laughs> was ra- today. Was I? The raci- answer was no. I got to get on this. <laughs> was
1: I? Was I? Was I outwardly offensive to indigenous cultures here in our <laughs> country? I, you know, I just I didn't. T- I do. I forgot to do something. I yeah. picked up the laundry. I took my. Uh, I took my my zinc pill. Yeah. Uh, what else did I forget to do? Oh, we, that's we
0: great. ate some sort of salad gelatin thing. That's like an abomination that people in 40 years are gonna go what the fuck's wrong with you uh and now it's time to be racist <laughs> That's,
1: time to, that's and, t- and, and horribly offensive now it's not time to start making have one of our one of our characters talk to a native american like he's a fucking savage
0: Ugh. <sighs> yeah that's something that happened 1968,
1: it, people. 1968. Doom Patrol, number 117 from 19, February 1968. Uh, do you want to read the next issue of this? Does
0: the next issue get weirdly racist?
1: No, it just gets weird.
0: All right, weird's fun. Yeah, I have no, no problem
1: with weird. Yeah. yeah th- th- no, it, get, it gets weird. Okay. And then And then in a few issues, they die. Okay. It's great. All right. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. This is the this is the last. Because uh, that's the thing about Doom Patrol that everybody always you know talks about. You know, is that they were you know a pop. They were uh, a you know a comic book. Mm-hmm. You know that was became popular and then it wasn't as popular. So they were like, well, okay, well let's just go ahead and end this. But instead of just being like, hey, this is the last issue, goodbye. Like they're dead. They're just like, oh, let's kill them yeah you know and then years later they were like oh let's bring them back and you know now now they have their own tv show
0: oh man they're so excited
1: which hopefully will not include vague transgressions against
0: horrible stereotypes of native americans
1: stereotypes against native americans hopefully they're not using this as source material
0: yeah because they're like california that just means you guys look like plains indians right same thing yeah like no Bro,
1: no. yeah, no, yeah. That's another thing too. It's like, oh, the all Indians look the same.
0: Yeah, they all everybody looks like Plains Indians. Fuck it. There's no difference. And you're like, wait, but what if there is? And he's like, fuck it, just draw it.
1: <laughs> draw it. <laughs> God damn it, you draw it.
0: What if there are a whole bunch of different cultures? Fuck you, draw.
1: <laughs> nope. They're Feathers. Like- more feathers
0: more feathers more war paint
1: my god guys yeah yeah it's that's something i was was reading this and i was just like wait oh shit wait what (laughs) anyways that was doom patrol i've read this entire book so yeah yeah it's 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 interest it's an interesting book the doom patrol stuff is very very weird and everybody talks like oh it's so much like x-men it's like yeah Uh... but x-men like Doom Patrol, I feel like, did not take itself nearly as seriously.
0: No. Well, I mean it was
1: yeah, no, it did not. Well, it's a fucking robot and a guy that has no skin and a woman My who stretches. Skin? Yeah. Yeah. he's like, Oh, it's similar. It's like, no, it's not. It's too fucking. It's too it's way out there. They Yeah. yeah. So, um that's it for the show. hmm Thank you for listening. Uh you can find us on Twitter and instagram i'm at angry hero sean
0: and i'm at jen stansfield you can find us on facebook worst collection ever send us an email worst collection ever at gmail.com
1: and of course you can also send us leave us a rating and review if you think we deserve it that would be really cool we would love to get some more five-star reviews on apple podcasts or whatever as you get to shelf. we would really appreciate your support so thanks again for listening folks and we'll talk again soon bye